0: listening to everyday engineering the city of madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure complex topics explained simply from the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes by way the curbs and streets we design city engineering touches your life in so many ways explained right now in everyday engineering If you're a person who loves the outdoors, digging, planting, just being outside, imagine being paid to enjoy nature and improve green spaces here in the city of Madison. Well, it doesn't have to be a dream job. It actually is a training program we have here in engineering. It's so reachable. Um, We're going to tell you about it today. Um, With us, we have city of Madison engineering division, greenway vegetation coordinator, Maddie Dumas, and conservation technician, Emily Jorgensen both talk about this awesome training program. Thank you both for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. So we have um, a program, um, basically organizer and supervisor, and then we have a success story and all the fun in between. Um, So we're going to kind of dig into every single part of this as we can in 20 minutes. Um, Before we dig in, explain your role here at the city for anybody who isn't familiar with who you are.
1: Uh, my, I'm the Greenway Vegetation Coordinator. Uh, what do you do here? So uh, my my role here is to take our stormwater land. We have 1,600 plus acres, um, and improve the biodiversity and the ecological um, system services on that land. So uh, we're doing anything from removing invasive species to planting native plants, um, and generally trying to improve the habitat and then the additional stormwater functions that those native plants can bring to that land.
0: And your background prior to the city, briefly, is what?
1: I worked for a nonprofit in ecological restoration, and before that I was in graduate school studying ecological restoration with a focus on prairie restoration. Boom. Emily, you're next.
2: So as conservation technician, I did a lot of what Maddie was saying on our stormwater land, um, about 350 plus acres of that. We uh, manage more intensely for native vegetation. So over 30 rain gardens, many different stormwater ponds and greenways we are working on every day trying to increase biodiversity of native plants.
0: I always run into either one of you either digging, finding, just you're always like busy and it's (laughs) it's an amazing space to be because I know you both and you both love to be in nature. Um, This program um, is really pretty awesome. Um, Trainees in this kind of growing seasonal program perform restoration field work on the city's stormwater land. Again, ponds, greenways, rain gardens. What exactly does this mean on maybe like a more detailed level? Can you kind of give some examples of day-to-day?
1: Absolutely. Uh, There's an arc to the season and typically our trainees come in around May um, right as the uh, plants are starting to grow and we have a lot of rain gardens to plant around that time of year, so the first part of the season is typically planting, putting putting plugs in the ground, um, but then also starting off some of our weed control as these plants start to grow. Sometimes the weeds grow first, um, and it's nice to be able to get in there and get those right away before our native plants that come along a little bit slower. Um, mid-season, a lot of invasive species control. Uh, we're out on the land uh, digging, brush mowing, spot spraying with herbicide. Um, Anything that we can to control those invasive species, um, and then later in the season we get into um, more seed collecting. So uh, we're not just controlling invasive species, but we're trying to increase the diversity of the land. So we collect the seed from the our native plants, and we uh, mix it, um, designed specifically for the site that it would um, appropriate site conditions, say you know, moist or dry or whatever, um, and we put those species back out onto the landscape um, later in the fall and then in the winter. We also do burns.
0: We do, do burns. Yes, we
2: do some burns in the spring and during the fall. Um.
0: So then we would teach and the trainees would, would be aware and learn about the process. They might not be burning per se because you have to go through a lot of training for that. But it's just another element that they would be exposed to typically.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You know, May is when we've typically had our trainees start. Um, and that's very much the tail end of the burn season. Um, but the scale at which we do prescribe burns, it's certainly possible that we'd have trainees helping with that more in the future. We're burning a lot of our little small rain gardens and things like that that um, can be pretty straightforward. So, Are yeah. trainees typically
0: people
2: knowledgeable in this area? Um, or are they just need to be curious or moldable? Yeah, so they don't necessarily have to come into the position knowing everything. And in fact, I would be surprised if anybody like knew everything about everything when they came in. So um, a lot of people come in just very curious, very passionate about restoration work and native habitat, and that passion is a really good driver to learning different plant identification and learning the best techniques for creating this habitat. Mm -hmm. And they've done extremely well. That's amazing. Coming in with very little.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think one of the beautiful things about engineering and here at the city is A lot of the time, yeah, we can teach you, right? If you are interested in your moldable, we can teach you. Um, And that's what a training program is. Um, Maddie runs this program. Emily, you're now part of Team City. Um, So you're a success story um, and a wonderful teammate. Um, I love working with both of you. Um, Can you kind of just share what your experience was like um, and how did it change where you are today?
2: Yeah. So first of all, I feel very fortunate to be here full time. It's amazing, um, but I started as an intern in 2019 and from there, the people at the engineering department were just so supportive and and helped me stick around uh, more long term. Mm-hmm. So I was helping engineers with projects that I wouldn't really ever do or think about doing. So things like um, using programs like WindSlam to help with permitting stuff. And then during the field season, going back and working with um, the seasonal positions. And why did you even
0: think to come to the city and apply for the the program at the time in 2019?
2: Yeah, I had worked with Maddie in the past and I heard that the internship was becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was a really interesting opportunity because you hear you always hear about this work happening like at the county park level or city parks, this Mm -hmm. kind of native habitat. So I thought doing this on stormwater land was a really unique opportunity um, to create urban habitat.
0: So for anybody not familiar, there is a difference between stormwater land and parks.
1: Yes. Stormwater land. <laughs> that was a simple
0: question, but did you see the look on Maddie's face? <laughs> like, yes, very different. Can you just explain what the, what the difference is?
1: Well, uh, for all of our engineers out there, We like to think of our stormwater land, Emily and I, as, you know, habitat and biodiverse, um, you know, native plant space. But, of course, uh, the primary purpose of stormwater land is to infiltrate and store and concentrate stormwater so that Mm -hmm. we don't get flooding. Uh, So it, it, of course, has to serve that purpose. But fortunately for us... Um, native plants are very complementary to that purpose so native plants um, especially those that are adapted to grasslands or wetland ecosystems tend to have very very deep root systems which is great because that opens up pores in the soil which allows water to infiltrate faster and deeper perfect for stormwater land when you've got a huge influx of water coming off of hard surfaces Um, it also helps with erosion control Uh, again great for stormwater land when you have water ripping through a system very quickly Um, and and along with these benefits, we know we get, you know, improved aesthetics and great habitat for pollinators and other wildlife um, and uh, just improved ecosystem services in general, like uh, filtering out pollutants and things like that would come in in our stormwater land. So parkland has many other great purposes um, and it can serve a great conservation focus as well. But um, we always have to think of our stormwater land as first and foremost uh, a means to prevent flooding. And then how do we complement that with all of the great Native habitat that we're trying to include on the land.
0: Ponds aren't just there for pretty all the time,
1: right? And that <laughs> reminds me, I just wrote a
0: note for a future um, episode of Everyday Engineering because I think there is that, you know, um, you know, greenways. Sometimes people think that they're just um, pretty or like a foresty you know kind of space maybe you know city-owned land behind their home or things like that or or ponds are just supposed to be pretty you know and and nice to have water but there's a purpose Mm -hmm. in stormwater land um without speaking to what purpose of parks um specifically just stormwater land has a purpose for stormwater absolutely yeah so okay that's a whole nother we we went down the rabbit hole or down the pond um the program, you might have heard us talk about it, saying internship, 2019 program, training program. This program started in 2019. Um, we've made some changes a little bit along the way to kind of open it up, I think. Talk us through some of the evo- like the evolution of like how this has kind of morphed into something different now.
1: Absolutely. Uh, the position started um, as field support um, when my position started in 2018. Because um, your position was new. My position was, was was brand new. There wasn't an ecologist on staff with the City of Madison Engineering before, um, but there was a great need to um, figure out better ways to manage our land rather than um, just mowing. How, how do we maximize mowing to increase native plants and, and, and set back invasive species? Um, so a big part of my job was just to look at that kind of, of mowing regimen, but we, we had a great need to get out in the landscape and do some of the more specific handwork. Um which is hard for one person to do alone. So <laughs> I, I yes. did ask for help. And very fortunately, engineering agreed uh, that would be um, a, a great use of our time. So it started as an internship, the idea being um, this is a way for folks to learn some of these skills. Um, but last year, we, we did uh, a racial equity and social, social justice analysis and really examined what this job posting looked like and what the, the role was and should be. And we decided that uh, trainee was a, a better position title um, instead of internship because a traineeship is more about um, giving people the skills that they have. As Emily mentioned, you don't have to come in knowing everything. You do have to have an interest, um, but if you come in with an interest, uh, we can help you get those skills and native plant ID. We can get you those skills and invasive plant ID and um, all of the hands-on techniques that you need to know to be able to do uh, field restoration work. So a big part of our, our, traineeship now is um, giving people as many educational opportunities as possible. Um, Partly changing the title as well was, you know, there can be um, certain associations with internship that maybe we didn't want folks to think about. Anyone can be a trainee, anyone could learn this at any stage in life. We've had um, trainees who came and uh, were going back to school, were already parents, and were working in a different field and decided they wanted to focus on restoration ecology and came to us and, and got some of those hands-on field skills. And we've had folks who were out of school for a couple of years. We've had um, plenty of trainees who were working towards a degree specifically in school. But uh, we welcome everyone from all walks of life who are interested in, in learning about ecological restoration. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I hear you. Um, is that valuable? Emily, thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think it's really valuable and like our goal for the trainees is for them to leave at the end of the season and feel like they know they weren't just kind of like mindlessly digging weeds or invasive species. They know why. They hopefully are passionate about it at this point. They are able to look at a site and know, okay, I see these invasive species here. I can make the personal management decision that I know these need to go and this is how I'm going to improve the site by adding native species. And so just having that ability to do that independently is super valuable. And we also hope to inundate them with as many like poss- like possibilities for future things that we know about. So if there's other positions at the city um, mm-hmm. or just other restoration ecology firms or nonprofits around the city, we, we let them know and we want to set them up for a good future you know i think that's you just yeah setting training people making sure that they have the tools to
0: succeed either here at the city or go on to other career paths um in different places i think that's huge you don't want to no one wants to waste their time you want to make the most out of your time learn as much as possible um find your passion hopefully and all the things do you have something to say maddie
1: i was just (laughs) thinking how anytime (laughs) i'm out in the field with emily and our trainees emily's so great because uh inevitably, she'll be like, hey, all right, guys, over here, what's this plant? It's got soft leaves. They're oval-shaped. It's starting to produce a yellow flower. Come on, you can do it. Um, Emily's really good at quizzing them and keeping them on their toes. Relentless path quizzing. This is good. But, you know, if
0: if you're not excited about it and you're not on it, then, you know, then, it's, then it is wasted time. So that sounds amazing. When you um, apply for this program, you really get it. You really get the full um, sort of program and process and knowledge um, is what you hopefully answer your pop quiz is what you get out of it. Um, I, I had a question. I'll just keep, stick to my script for now. Um, cool projects, specific
2: projects? Yeah. I think yeah one of the coolest projects that we have the interns help with, which is either early in the spring or late in the fall, is the Terrace Rain Garden program. Mm-hmm. And so The role that we play in this is installing the plants for the residents, and the Terrace Rain Garden Program itself is when a street is reconstructed, a resident can opt to get a rain garden put in their terrace, and we install those plants, and that is very rewarding. If it it applies to the terrace. Yes, it has to meet certain requirements, and yeah, there's a lot of background stuff that goes into that, but by the time we're ready to put the plants in the ground, Mm -hmm. it's usually a, a great time, and a lot of times we have the residents coming out and interacting with us, and... Having these like really great just conversations with residents who are curious and excited. And a lot of times that, are, that is the trainee's like first time interacting with a resident on this job. So
0: I think that's a great skill to have. Um, it's a great way to connect with your community. It's a great way to kind of connect the dots between plants and people. Um, and I think that's a huge point, I think, for sure. Also, people really love to, like, take ownership when, when they're, like, signing on for this, you know, Terrace Rain approach They really take a lot of
2: pride in, you know, maintaining, totally. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. And they still reach out to us and they tell us how their rain garns are doing or they send us that. pictures of plants that they are – needing some identification and there are
1: babies too when we drive yeah. by them we're like oh the Looks ones so on dean avenue look great this yeah. year they're doing well I love they're that. filling in they're growing up so nice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah another cool thing that we we work on i think is um the native seed collecting program because if you work for a private ecological restoration firm um you're not going to get that opportunity but it's really all about increasing the diversity of the plants on our land so we have a great resource on our stormwater land we have a lot of native plants already um but native plants are expensive native seed is expensive um and we have a resource right there in front of us in the fall when things start to ripen and so we do spend a fair amount of time and in summer for some of the earlier flowering species we will we will collect the seed And we process it and we partner with Dane County to use their excellent uh, seed cleaning facility. Mm -hmm. And we get that seed back out on the landscape um, right away so that we can keep improving the diversity of the land. It's not just about removing invasive species, but about um, constantly adding more back so that we are really creating the best resources we can. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yes, it is. It (laughs) is a lot of work. The seed collecting is really,
0: I mean, it's also very visual. It's amazing to see it. To see the seeds um the photos and the videos and and i'd love to come out and actually see it all in action because i um there's a lot of places in engineering it's and I, there's only one of me so i try yeah. to get out to as many as i can but i'd love to see the process in person um and then share it with everybody mm-hmm. um question for you as we're wrapping up here um not like this position like maddie's position was brand new in eight 2018 um vegetation coordinator we're a, a city of considerable size, second largest in Wisconsin. Um, why should other municipalities pay attention to what we're doing? We have, you know, obviously we have experts on staff. We have a big, bigger city than most. But I think that maybe, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, other municipalities are really starting to look at this, especially for a lot of um, stormwater things, Um climate change everything that's going on why should they invest in having maybe an expert hiring one of our trainees working that way um in the future
1: well as we already mentioned stormwater land um the primary goal is is to prevent flooding and we know that having diverse native plant populations on the stormwater land is improving the efficiency of these systems so it's it's not just um because it's beautiful and it's not just for the sake of conservation, although that's very important, um, it really is helping improve the functionality of our stormwater system. So, having somebody who can um, tell you how to prevent a monoculture of invasive grasses from taking over these greenways and ponds um, will eventually prevent erosion issues, and it's going to prevent, um, you know, collapse around your storm structures and things like that. So, if you can really get a dense population of natives, you are prolonging the lifespan and functionality of that stormwater system so that would be a, a, a good um, pragmatic reason to do it and on a sort of more zoomed out scale we are facing a bio, biodiversity crisis right now and um, increasing the ecosystem services of each uh, parcel of land and every possible small piece of urban green space that we have be it stormwater land or parkland or even in our terraces, um, is really important right now. We know that we need to um, do better about increasing the plant diversity so that we can increase our native wildlife populations and um, provide better resources for everybody.
2: Emily, any other last words? I think Maddie summed it up really well that uh, the biodiversity reason is huge, and especially in the face of climate change, the more resources that we can provide in terms of, like, plant and vegetation Mm -hmm. the better and more resilient our ecosystems and life in this area is going to be so if municipalities are listening
0: to this and they're like ah maybe i should have someone like that on my staff maybe we should create a position maybe we should hire some of the trainees after this program i think Uh, they should they should right um we have great trainees amazing trainees amazing program um Planting the seed now, Um, this is a good thing. Uh, Thank you both. Thank you so much for um, talking about this program. This program, along with other resources, are on the City of Madison Engineering Division um, Facebook page, um, website, everything like that. If you ever have an idea or a question about anything that we talked about today on the podcast, um, click over to our Facebook page, City of Madison Engineering, or you can just shoot us an email um, because we're here for you every day as a resource in engineering.